John Sewell with Ingima.com podcast. Super excited. excited. Very grateful to have on the podcast Master Instructor Pavel Macek from Prague. Pavel, welcome to the show. Sean, thank you for having me. I'm looking forward to this. Oh, me too. This has been uh, a year or two in the making. I've been a big fan of Pavel Macek. Uh, he's got a fantastic Facebook group, Instagram, Twitter, Simplex Strong website where he tracks old-timey strongman stuff. He's a, he's a true renaissance man, so this is going to be really easy to go down many different paths with you, Pavel. So thank you again for being here. Thank you, sir. Wonderful. Well, a loaded question, a big question. What is your origin story towards becoming a coach in health and fitness? I was the proverbial uh, small and sick kid. Uh, I'm still not a big guy. I'm a rather uh, small guy, but uh, small guy. But uh, I got uh, so much stronger. When I was a kid, I was an asthmatic uh, kid, uh, non-athletic. And uh, one of my friends, uh, his uh, parents were as uh, uh, in embassy in in China. And uh, when they came back, uh, I was around maybe eight, nine years old or something like this. They brought all these old VHS uh, tapes uh, with uh, Bruce Lee movies and uh, all the other uh, Kung Fu movies. And we as a kid, uh, of course, uh, love to watch them, Jackie Chan and uh, all the others. And uh, of course, I wanted uh, to become a superhero, right? But if you are wheezing and uh, sneezing, uh, small, uh, fragile, uh, overprotected kid, uh, that's uh, kind of difficult. So I started uh, to uh, train uh, one of my teachers, a PT teacher. Uh, he was a good friend uh, of my father. And of course, uh, neither my father or uh, this coach, uh, uh, they wanted uh, me to stay uh, small and sick and uh, weak. So they kind of made of uh, made a deal and uh, I had to I had to do my homework. Other kids, they come uh, from their home and they, you know, they were working math or languages or biology or whatnot. Uh, but uh, I was uh, going to run and throw and lift and do all the other stuff and later Chinese martial arts. And uh, this is the original the origin story, sir. Well, that's a fantastic origin story. And I know you shared it with Mike and Chris on their Breakthrough Secrets podcast. And I love that podcast. You were on there twice, I believe. Was that correct? Yes, sir. Yeah, uh, I enjoy it uh, very much. Uh, great guys. They really are. And um, thank you for sharing the origin story with us. And okay, what is your path to working with Pavel and Strong First, which you are a, a master instructor and a great example of the School of Strength? Well, what was uh, the path for you? Mm -hmm. uh, as I mentioned, I trained uh, Chinese martial arts uh, first uh, in my country, in Prague, in Czechia, and later in United States, in San Francisco, under the guidance of uh, Wong Yucheng Sifu of San Francisco. And uh, thanks to him and his family, I got uh, to Hong Kong to train with the uh, famous Lam family, with uh, Lam Chansing Sifu, his brothers, and uh, later in China as well. Of course, I was always looking for the best available methods of uh, strength and conditioning and uh, like most uh, of the martial artists uh, i tried uh, everything from uh, light dumbbells to machines to uh, whatnot and uh, i kept uh, searching and i found this book uh, called uh, the naked warrior which has a pretty intriguing title right uh, so i got the book uh, started reading and just flipped through the pages of the book and uh, 
tried the one arm push up and single leg squat and failed miserably. I wasn't able to do it. So I started to read uh, from the beginning. And what I have noticed uh, is that uh, the author of the book, uh, Pavel Tsatsulin, uh, he was actually explaining many of the principles that I learned in my Chinese uh, martial arts training. Uh, my style is called uh, Hongen. I uh, practice and teach uh, other styles as well, uh, but we are truly hard style. So we pay lots of attention to physical prowess, to physical power, uh, to speed, uh, strength, uh, conditioning, uh, and so on. So the principles that Pavel was teaching, such as grab the floor, corkscrew, you Use the legs, use the breathing, uh, work with your diaphragm, uh, pelvic floor, etc., uh, etc. Et uh, I already knew that from some kind of internal exercises uh, from our style, but I just never thought uh, that uh, these same principles can be applied to a strength training and to very different kind of strength training. I would say true strength training, uh, low rep or relatively heavy. The method was very different from everything that I knew, Grease, the famous uh, Grease the Groove method, when you do uh, relatively easy sets of two or three uh, reps uh, throughout the day. The uh, exercise selection also uh, quite different, uh, one leg uh, squats and one arm push-ups and the progressions are leading up to them. And uh, I followed the method, I applied everything uh, or I tried to apply everything that Pavel was uh, teaching in the book. And guess what? In a couple of days, I was able to do one arm push up and single leg squat. And I thought, wow, this is really something. It is a true principle based uh, system, principle based method. So I started to research what else has uh, Pavel in store. I discovered his uh, flexibility books. I got, uh, I got more flexible in no time. I discovered his uh, joint mobility books and, of course, uh, strength, uh, other strength training books, uh, kettlebell and barbell. And uh, I was hooked uh, immediately. I remember seeing the uh, band press, uh, the kettlebell band press in the old uh, Russian kettlebell uh, challenge book. And uh, I just thought, man, I need to learn this. And... Uh, I started to train uh, on my own, trial and error, learn from Pavel's videos, uh, from his books. I purchased uh, the complete set of kettlebells from 4 kilo to 32 kilo at that time and uh, started to train on my own. And uh, guess what? A couple of years later, uh, me and my wife, they, we got uh, certified in 2012. And that's the first time uh, I met uh, Pavel and uh, like like it is said, the rest uh, is the history. So I'm very, very grateful for all these coincidences. And I have to say that it truly changed my life and in, enhanced uh, the overall quality of my life, not only as for health and strength, but uh, I would say the general uh, approach. So this is a huge shout out uh, to Pavel and uh, to all my Strong First uh, colleagues, my dear teachers and dear friends. Uh, thank you very much all. That's a beautiful, beautiful thing you said there. And I agree. Um, like you, I got into uh, Strong First through Eric Frohart, actually, and mm -hmm. learned all the principles, SFG, SFB, SFL. And it has enriched my life and everybody I know as well. And I can honestly say because of Strong First and because of Pavel, because of Eric, a lot of deep connections and good friendships. So mm -hmm. it's, it's a true school of strength for sure. 
this is beautiful. And actually, I, I briefly was in your presence, you and your wife, when you were out here in Denver at the Strong Endurance in 2017. And you guys were talking to Gray Cook. I wasn't going to interrupt you and Gray Cook talking, but I recognized you guys. Um, and that was a beautiful event, too. And that's one of the things I love about Strong First is the other seminars and other courses. Uh, my favorite was the Strong Endurance, and I think was probably one of your favorites, but I think your actual favorite is the Second Wind. Yes, I'm a huge fan of Second Wind. I attended, uh, I think, three or four times. And, of course, I got the uh, the uh, Second Wind uh, Express uh, online course. And I'm doing the exercises uh, on a regular basis. I'm teaching the exercises. And I'm just amazed uh, by, by the results. So this is probably my, my favorite uh, Swan First uh, special course. Uh, there are other people who are better at, let's say, programming, way better than I am, uh, Fabio Zonin and uh, uh, other uh, ladies and gentlemen, right, from our community. Uh, there are other specialists uh, as for the strong endurance, uh, uh, Derek Toshner and his brother, uh, Ryan, uh, other guys as well. Uh, so whenever somebody asks me about, uh, let's say, plant strong programming, or strong endurance programming, I refer them to these guys because they are way, way better than I am. Uh, as for the breathing, I would say this is uh, one of my specialties. This is something that I've been interested uh, in since basically I was a kid because I was an asthmatic and uh, sick kid and uh, the breathing, various methods that I learned uh, in China and the methods that I learned uh, from Pavel help uh, my health, my endurance, uh, my uh, uh, calmness uh, of the mind, uh, uh, my focus, and uh, many, many other things. So I'm a huge fan of the second wind, and I just can't recommend it enough. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to buy the second wind express for sure, the online version. And speaking of seminars, uh, the Strong Endurance, we will have here in Denver. Uh, Pavel mm -hmm. was here last November. Mm -hmm. He'll be here this November. And that's mm -hmm. open for anybody listening or viewing to attend. And it is fantastic. And I'm, I'll have it at our gym. So I will see you guys there. Hopefully some of you uh, there will uh, come and say hello. Perfect. Uh, for, for the people, for your listeners who don't know about this strong endurance, uh, I would say that this is true game changer in uh, endurance training. And uh, not only you will improve your performance and it doesn't matter what you do, if you are an MMA fighter or runner or basketball player or a regular kettlebell lifter, uh, so you will improve your performance for sure, but you will also pay way less uh, biological price uh, for your training. So uh, you will increase your performance, your athletic longevity and uh, longevity as well. Heck, you will, you will get younger by doing this strong endurance protocol. And that is true. We had Dr. Craig Marker on a few times and I've shared notes with him. Heck, I wrote an uh, article with Pavel and Eric Frohart using strong endurance protocols to enhance our ski season. And now mm -hmm. in Colorado, we do backcountry skiing and splitboarding, mm -hmm. and it really does work. Uh, heart rate variability went up, resting heart rate went down, and Craig mm -hmm. tested his telomeres, and uh, they were like representative of a person like 14 years younger than his biological age. So yeah, it really truly does, does make you younger. It's amazing mm -hmm. stuff. Tested on people. That's, that's right. Well, I want to bring attention to your course, the Resilient. Everybody's asking about it. Are you going to be uh, doing any more of these? Certainly, certainly will. If, uh, as uh, as uh, the Stoic philosophers say, if a fortuna allows, courses uh, in uh, Europe, uh, we have one upcoming uh, next year in France. 
and uh, hopefully we'll get uh, we'll get uh, the strong plus resilient uh, course uh, to United States again. I was teaching uh, the very first US one uh, live in Los Angeles, and that was uh, amazing. Uh, uh, due to the uh, COVID pandemic, uh, I was scheduled to teach two more events in US uh, last year. So we did them uh, hybrid. Uh, uh, I was coaching uh, online and we had uh, leadership at the spot, guys uh, uh, who, has, who have uh, attended the course before. But uh, we got quite a lot of re uh, requests, which uh, makes me very happy. Mm -hmm. So hopefully we will make it uh, happen uh, next year or, or as soon as possible. Well, sign me up. And I know Matthew Flaherty will sign up immediately as well. <laughs> I know a lot of people who will sign up for sure on that. Uh, and what is the creation of that? How did you go about creating the Resilient Course? Mm -hmm. uh, I was reading some of Pavel's uh, older books and uh, doing uh, lots of uh, notes. And I have noticed that there is a certain theme in some of his articles and in some of his books, uh, uh, which uh, I called uh, at that time uh, anti-fragility or resilient uh, line. So some, let's say, variations of the exercises or other exercises, which are not what the usual so-called fitness industry would call say. But uh, me being a martial artist, uh, I uh, trained Chinese martial arts for, for many years. Since uh, 1991, I started uh, to learn and eventually teach uh, MMA, mixed martial arts as well. We get in all different kinds of positions. Uh, not, of them are, uh, not all of them are 100% safe or, let's say, mechanically strongest, but uh, you, you get there if you want uh, or if you don't want to. If you play, uh, let's say, ball games, uh, soccer, American football, any type of contact sport, or even in life, you will slip and uh, whatnot, right? So Pavel was teaching some of the exercises that looked kind of weird. Uh, we all know that when we deadlift or when we swing, we keep our spine neutral. But when you are going to execute, let's say, a double leg uh, takedown and it doesn't go perfect, the, your uh, opponent uh, will sprawl, you are bent forward, you still need to finish the takedown, you will be in all different kind of positions and angles. So you better visit them in your training somehow safely and you better get uh, stronger in those positions as well. So it is not uh, like... Uh, doing your deadlift with a rounded back because this is the best way how to get hurt. But uh, once you learn your fundamental lifts, uh, uh, let's say our foundational uh, kettlebell lifts or barber lifts, bodyweight lifts, then you can start to work on variations and then break some of the rules on the purpose. So you may do stuff uh, like a Jefferson curl, uh, or let's say hockey deadlift when the spine goes into flexion and uh, torsion as well. But you are doing it on purpose with a very specific weight and not to get injured, but uh, to get stronger, to develop a so-called uh, in-between strength as uh, Marty uh, Gallagher uh, calls it. And uh, I was talking about it uh, with uh, Pavel when we met at one of the uh, leadership meetings. Uh, I actually prepared a small course for my students here in Prague. And Pavel said, mm, that's interesting. Uh, please uh, keep working on that uh, project and do it in English. 
So while I was working on the manual, uh, then other work uh, come by and about half a year later, Pavel sent me an email and he asked me, so how is your project going on? And I said, oh, damn. Uh, okay. So I put all my notes uh, together that I gathered uh, throughout the months, uh, sent him the manuscript of the manual. Uh, Pavel liked it uh, very much and asked me to finish it uh, as a day and half uh, special course so that's what i did uh, i wrote a very detailed uh, manual and it is also the very first strong first manual with uh, pictures so all exercises have a great black and white uh, pictures uh, of me and my uh, my wife uh, justina doing uh, the exercises oh that's fantastic uh that's a lot of work you put into that, i know uh I cannot wait till you can present it here. And I will, like I said, be the first one to sign up for that. What a fun story you created for your people in Prague. Pavel mm -hmm. liked it so much that it elaborated into what it is now. Mm -hmm. And the funny thing is that it's truly Strong First Resilient by Pavel because uh, it is all uh, my teachers, Pavel Tsatsulin's teaching. Uh, I just uh, put it in a step-by-step -step manner, uh, the way that we like it at Strong First, so anybody can learn it and anybody can uh, profit and uh, reap the benefits uh, from the exercises. That's very kind of you. You're good at giving credit for sure. <laughs> it is appreciated. Um, here's a fun topic. So what do you do for fun? You're, you're a renaissance man. You have so many hobbies. I can't keep up with all the, the things you're involved in, but what do you, what do, you do to recharge and, and have fun? Since I was a kid, I was a very curious kid. So, so there are lots of things uh, that interest me. And uh, on the other hand, I suck at others. For example, I can't drive a car. <laughs> uh, it just that never interested me, right? So, so yes, uh, I know a lot about some stuff, but uh, I can't do uh, everything. Uh, so since I was a kid, I was interested in biology. Uh, then later in history, uh, I started to read a lot uh, since I was like five or six years uh, old. And uh, my uh, uh, dear mom, uh, she kept uh, just buying me all the books. Uh, then when I started to train uh, Chinese martial arts, our teacher at that time, he said, uh, Chinese Kung Fu is a philosophy. So I asked my mom to buy me some philosophy uh, books. And uh, she actually... Uh, chose uh, pretty good books, uh, some books about Zen Buddhism and about Buddhism. Uh, my favorite uh, philosopher, one of my favorites, uh, Friedrich Nietzsche, a couple of other philosophy books. So that's uh, when I eventually end up uh, studying uh, humanities. And my main interest was uh, philosophy, especially the ancient philosophy, so-called so -called, pre-Socratic uh, philosophy, old Greek philosophy, and then psychology, especially the works of our uh, Gustav Jungs, and uh, later also uh, evolutionary, evolutionary psychology. So this is my education, uh, humanities. Then I trained uh, martial arts uh, and uh, started uh, to be interested in everything that it will encompass, uh, such as uh, 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 healthy lifestyles in general, like how to sleep, what to eat, uh, how to breathe, uh, how to calm the mind. So I would say that the things that I'm interested in is generally personal uh, development and uh, I'm testing the stuff on myself. And if I found out that some stuff is beneficial, such as uh, fasting or cold exposure or strength training or meditation, 
I teach it uh, to my students. Your question was as uh, people already know that they shouldn't bother me with tons of emails or or messages or uh, phone calls. Uh, so uh, I very I value my private time a lot. So uh, I read a book, I drink uh, tea, uh, pet my cats, I go for a walk, uh, I go for a hike. I like to spend a lot of time uh, in the nature. Uh, if I can't go to the nature, I go uh, to a park uh, basically on on regular regular basis. So uh, the way that I find out that uh, helps me to recharge. Uh, goes mainly into the calm direction. I, I mean, I train martial arts four or five times a week uh, and teach. I lift uh, relatively heavy three times a week. I do my morning recharge, so I have lots of activities. Uh, stay relax, just read a book, drink a tea, meditate, uh, look into some you know green leaves in the nature, listen to the birds, and uh, just just uh, just uh, switch off. Uh, especially switch off the, uh, any of the modern technologies and social media and stuff. So this is the way how I relax and recharge. Oh, I love it, Pavel. That is spot on. I can relate to that. And I was talking to Brett Jones um, about his relaxation and, and hiking. In, in our world here in Engearment and here in Colorado, that's our go-to. I go camping every Tuesday and Friday night. I'm in the, the mountains as often as possible with my dogs and my wife very often. And that's my happy place where I go and recharge, like you said. Look at the leaves. Actually, we have snow coming down today, which is amazing. Yeah, so that's very relatable. Um, I'm glad you shared that with us. Nature, it's it's fantastic. It doesn't require anything to enter. Um, just you go into it, and you're present, and you observe uh, animals. If they're up, we saw a porcupine this week, and we're on a hike, and it, it went well. Porcupine could have gone bad, but um, yeah, no quills in the dogs. Everybody's happy. But yeah, mm -hmm. nature. I'm so glad. There was, a, uh, I just listened to some podcasts a couple of months ago, and there was this research about so-called blue zones. So the zones where people uh, live, uh, you know, uh, centurions, uh, when they live 100 years and more, and they were thinking, what, what the hell is it? Is it uh, food? Is it uh, some kind of special water? Or what is it? And they find, find out that there are actually three main things uh, uh, and these were spending as much uh, time uh, in the nature. And I heard in another podcast that just having a tree outside uh, your window already helps a lot. So that was the first thing, uh, spending as much time uh, in nature as you can. Second was uh, community. Uh, so these were usually small towns or villages where people still still were living uh, family life. So big families and then the neighbors and they, uh, you know, in the afternoon, they get the chairs out and uh, just spend time uh, with their uh, friends, talking, quarreling, doesn't matter, but still community. And third was some kind of uh, spiritual practice. It might have been organized religion or just any type of, let's say, spiritual life. So nature, then community. We are we are uh, social animals, right? And then the third was a some kind of uh, spiritual uh, practice or, yes, yeah. Oh, I love it. it. That's spot on, 100%. And... Um... Again, to speak to your point, when I go into nature, if it's not by myself, we, I bring friends, right? Because it's a community. And fortunately, like you and like me, myself, we're, we're coaches and teachers, so we have a community right there and it gives us purpose. And then having some spiritual or religious practice 
uh, is key. And for me, my church is, is nature. <laughs> so I love being out there. Uh, it's fantastic. So what is the terrain like outside of uh, uh, Prague there? What do you have access to? Uh, around Prague? Uh, basically, first of all, Prague uh, is the most beautiful city in the world. Uh, when I when I say to my friends, they say, ah, yeah, yeah, whatever. And then later they come to Prague and they are just uh, amazed. And I just read uh, in the newspapers the other day that it was actually voted the most beautiful city in the world. So, uh, guys, if you haven't been here, it is... Uh, heart of the Europe, uh, magical city, so you have to uh, come here. We have very long history. Uh, we were today with uh, two of my buddies, MMA fighters. Uh, I go hiking with these guys uh, quite often, and uh, we are just talking about the nature and about small villages. Uh, the thing is, you go into some you know, small village uh, pretty close to Prague or anywhere in my country, Czechia, and you think that it's like maybe... 60 years old or something and then you find out that it was actually built in 12th century century or something right so you guys in us uh, you you were not uh, even there uh so <laughs> and we already had uh, had uh, big cities and uh, and uh, villages so uh, this is something in in europe generally we have very very long history which is very fascinating. I'm a huge fan. But uh, think of it, you know, just go go through a small village. And, uh, it's uh, 12th century. So this is for cities, let's say, and villages. And we, uh, we have uh, everything. We have uh, not that big and uh, possibly not that beautiful as uh, you have in Colorado. Uh, I've been I've been there and I love it very much. But uh, you know the important thing is you get uh, away uh, from the uh, computer screen and then just switch off, uh, sleep uh, sleep uh, outside. Wake up, the sun will wake you up. The birds uh, and your friends are laughing, and this is uh, this is uh, this is awesome. That is very awesome, Pavel. I can I can empathize with what you're saying so much. Yeah, there's something um, primal and recharging about sleeping on the ground. Obviously, I'm probably in a mat in a tent more than likely. But I have friends that sleep under a tarp, and uh, they love it. It, it. it recharges. Also, we've talked to Dr. Craig Marker um, about the science of sleep, uh, colder temperatures, um, the rhythms, uh, some kind of um, the sleeping cycle. Some people are polyphasic sleeping cycles. It, it's there's so many things we can get just back to that are pretty much free to access that are so therapeutic and recharging. Um, I'm glad to hear it coming from you. It, it carries a lot more volume than just me saying it to more people as well. So, yeah, we're on the same page with getting outside and, and turning things off. Often where I take people, there's no cell service. I'll bring a GPS unit just for backup in case they have family they need to get a hold of. Um, but other than that, it's nice to check out of social media, check out of the emails, and uh, just go be present in nature for sure mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so, so there's so many, absolutely there's so many questions i want to ask you on the things you're involved in the the simplex strong let's start with that how did that become how did you find these resources mm -hmm. how do you maintain this constant update of awesome strongman history 
like I mentioned uh, before, uh, when I saw uh, the Pavel's original book, the Russian Gettelberg Challenge, and uh, I like the old-time strongman lifts, uh, such as the bench press, uh, very much. And the general culture of the old-time strongman, because they were universal soldiers, uh, so to speak. So they were lifting uh, kettlebells, barbells, uh, dumbbells. They were doing bodyweight stunts, hand balancing, uh, boxing, wrestling, fencing. So uh, full you know, full, full image, uh, everything, right? And I like the culture uh, very much. Uh, they also had a very high moral standards. If you read about uh, guys such as, uh, you know, Sigmund Klein and uh, uh, all the uh, Gr uh, Grimek and the other guys. Uh, so I liked uh, that uh, also very much. So I started to collect the uh, old uh, magazines, uh, such as uh, Health uh, and Strength, uh, uh, collect uh, all the uh, old uh, manuals and uh, started to do some research on the old-time strongman uh, training and uh, lifting. Uh, first, uh, of course, uh, kettlebells because uh, I train with kettlebells uh, uh, with kettlebells uh, so much uh, thanks to Pavel and to uh, Strong First and later on also other modalities, uh, especially dumbbell. I'm a huge fan of uh, dumbbell and I'm actually working for last maybe five years or something on developing a hard time dumbbell lifting program. So let's see uh, how it goes. Oh, that's awesome. I am super intrigued by that. And you do a meticulous job of updating it. Just was it a day or two ago, three days ago, the the lineage of, of lifted weights, like the Chinese one, the, the Greek one, that's fascinating. So kettlebells are not, and lifting weights is not new. It's been around for a long time. Oh, this is fascinating. Well, speaking of creating, you have several courses. Can you tell me about some of those courses, the Great Gamma, perhaps? Mm-hmm. Uh, the thing is, I was working, I'm always working on multiple projects, so I never have a writer's block because uh, if I get bored or stuck uh, somewhere, I just switch uh, to something else. And uh, when the pandemic hit, uh, we had to close our gym and uh, for actually a couple of months. And of course, uh, financially, it wasn't that uh, that, uh, uh, that's good. Uh, so one of my good friends and student, he's a high level photographer and a film producer uh, right now as well. So he called me and he said, hey, I'm gonna shoot uh, an online course for you uh, if you like to, because uh, I also have no job right now. I have uh, free time, so let's do something. So I went through some of my notes uh, and uh, put together uh, something that I've been doing for last couple of months. Uh, I put my all my notes together and we shot uh, my first online course, which is called the Great Gamma Protocol in honor of the famous uh, wrestler. Uh, actually, he was a Pakistani, if I'm not uh, mistaken. Uh, usually people say Indian wrestler. And uh, this is basically a program of Chinese and Indian uh, calisthenic uh, exercises. I like to call them loaded uh, mobility. 
if of course if the uh, practitioner is not in a good shape it is also a strength training it is a conditioning training you will get stronger you will improve your conditioning uh, not only through the exercises but a specific uh, modes uh, of breathing so the program basically consists of the uh, indian wrestlers version of uh, sun salutation which is done a little bit uh, faster than let's say in ashtanga yoga and in other branches uh, hindu push-ups and hindu squats and i have added a third exercise uh, thoracic uh, bridge so it is basically a program of big two or big three and i put it uh, in step-by-step uh, uh, manner uh, different uh, different uh, uh, progressions uh, regressions and uh, I had uh, really good results with uh, using it uh, as a morning recharge. It doesn't take long uh, to do it in the morning. Uh, and uh, uh, I had, uh, uh, as I said, great results, uh, great health benefits, uh, improving my mobility, my overall strength, getting rid of some of the old aches uh, by my left shoulder that I injured years ago in martial arts training. So we put it out there. Uh, the course is shot in a beautiful black and white Sin City-like uh, way. So we had uh, we got uh, lots of lots of uh, messages, people uh, praising the quality of the video. I wrote a short manual, and right now I have uh, more than 500 people uh, on that course doing that course. Wow. And I'm constantly getting uh, feedback and uh, uh, praises that uh, people are still doing it every day in the morning and uh, that they improve their health, their strength, uh, their conditioning, their mobility, flexibility. So very simple program done in a couple of minutes uh, in the morning and huge, huge benefits. So this was my first online course. Uh, and it was a prequel to my biggest project uh, so far, which is called The Forge. Ooh, fun. Well, sign me up. I'm going to buy the Craig Gamma after this immediately because I need a new routine and I want to support your business. And 500 people, that is an impressive amount of students. Well-deserved, man. Well-deserved. Uh, so what is The Forge? I'm, I'm intrigued. What is The Forge? Years ago, we had uh, on my Czech website, we had... Uh, uh, some kind of uh, community event. We call it KB5 Challenge. My school is called uh, KB5. So what we did is for 12 months, every month, we gave a specific uh, challenge uh, to our readers and to our fans. Uh, something that they can implement into their practice or in their lifestyle and do it for one month. And if they find out that uh, actually uh, they like it and it helps them to improve uh, whatever their quality of life let's say then just keep doing it and if you like to next month uh, uh, try another challenge so everybody will basically put together uh, a certain uh, set of lifestyle habits or exercises that uh, they will be uh, doing uh, uh, for some extended period of time so for example the first one was a simple breathing exercise 
that you will do every single morning, basically forward, backward bend, uh, something that I learned from uh, one of my Chinese martial arts teacher. Second was uh, even, even more simpler. It was, uh, you know, drinking every morning a glass of water, uh, half hot, half cold, uh, with uh, uh, lemon and salt, right? And again, do it uh, every morning. Then we had some simple stretches, some... Uh, uh, let's say cold exposure, some uh, a healthy diet tip, uh, and so on and so forth. And the response was uh, was uh, pretty awesome. So people loved it very much. Uh, uh, it was so successful that we did another 12 months, a uh, uh, year or two years later. So altogether, it was 24 different habits slash exercises slash uh, I don't know some of it was dedicated training let's say in the morning you do your breathing exercises some where let's say you do it occasionally let's say prolonged fast right uh, three or four times a year uh, three to five days uh, fast so uh, when my friend asked me hey uh, the great gamma protocol was a huge success uh, let's do something else. Let's do something big. So I thought, hmm, you know what? Maybe, maybe we could do KB5 challenge, do it in English. So uh, uh, I went through all the old articles, the old videos, uh, updated them, uh, edit uh, some more stuff. And right now it is close to 60 lessons. Uh, every week, uh, the student uh, gets, uh, they are actually four-week blocks. So let's say the first block is morning recharge. Uh, then the next uh, four-week block might be, let's say, uh, healthy diet and uh, drinking habits and four lessons, always four lessons. Uh, body weight, uh, strength training, four lessons. Uh, some habits that you can do throughout the day, such as uh, void sitting and uh, some simple stretch and so on and so forth. So uh, I put together uh, all, my, all my notes. Uh, we were shooting the course for two or three days uh, straight. Uh, as I said, uh, almost uh, 60 lessons. And uh, I got uh, my first batch of uh, students. Uh, I can't remember how many, but uh, I would say around like 300 students or something like this. So very, very successful again. I was very happy that it was that people liked it. Uh, and uh, of course, I'm collecting all the feedback uh, and the advantage of the written word and the online course such as this. Uh, I can always uh, come back to it and always improve it. And uh, as for the Great Gamma Protocol, I'm actually thinking of uh, writing a book in Czech and in English. Uh, I already have a draft uh, of the original manual. And after, right now it has been year and a half, uh, so many people are practicing the protocol. And uh, I am doing it uh, every morning uh, as well. So I have lots of lots of uh, other notes. So we may actually shoot some uh, high professional photographs with my friend uh, Stanislav Petera and uh, uh, do it as a book uh, in Czech and English. Let's see. Well, I hope to see that. <laughs> that is awesome. I love the opportunity uh, that was in front of you and it was in front of all of us with COVID and closing gyms. I had two gyms closed as well. I can appreciate your situation, taking your energy and your creativity, creating a program that's helping 300 people. And then the forge as well, like, that is really impressive, Pavel. Hats off to you and your and your 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 team there, your videographer. Yeah, I've seen the videos. They're really good. And I work in video business. I 
it's, it's high quality for sure. Uh, my my friend uh, Stanislav, uh, super awesome guy, high level professional. He's uh, shooting tanks and uh, airplanes and cars and uh, Tibetan monks and uh, Indian yogis. And the fun fact is that uh, actually uh, it is his hobby. So uh, as for profession, he's teaching the photo editing and shooting and stuff. But he does this uh, for fun. So very interesting guy, uh, very enthusiastic. So thank you very much, uh, Standa, again. I'm looking forward to our next projects. I already have uh, two or three projects uh, uh, on the paper. Well, I look forward to your upcoming projects, Pavel. Absolutely. Your your work is next level, and I, and I mean that sincerely. I, I, I create a lot of content, and I create a lot of uh, online businesses and stuff. Yours are next level, and your knowledge base is amazing. We didn't even touch on the oxygen advantage, um, the flexible steel, which I uh, did my first flexible steel one year ago exactly. Love that curriculum. I use that in the beginning of every training session for myself and for my students. Um, we have a lot more to catch up on for sure. Would you love to do a, a second round here in the future? Sure, of course. I'm always uh, at, your service, uh, at your service, sir. So, of course, it would be my pleasure. Oh, thank you. It'd be my pleasure, too. Uh, and you have a lot of resources. Uh, where would you like me to direct people to find you? Uh, we, uh, we, I mean, I have uh, uh, all the main social media channels, but uh, I have to say that I truly enjoy uh, only my Instagram. So uh, uh, if uh, people would like to follow me, they can find me on uh, Facebook, uh, on LinkedIn, uh, or uh, on Twitter or Instagram. So just uh, put my name, which is uh, Pavel Macek, P-A-V-E-L-M-A-C-E-K, and uh, you will find me. Uh, I truly enjoy my Instagram. This is my medium because uh, I'm not wasting much time there and I'm basically sharing always uh, what's on my mind or what I'm doing. So if you like strength training, uh, martial arts, uh, philosophy, psychology, personal development, tea and cats, especially cats, then you got to follow me uh, on my Instagram. But uh, honestly, join, we, can, we can get in touch uh, any way you like uh, through your preferred uh, social medium. And I ran, run a uh, uh, blog, my training blog at strongfirst.com uh, forum uh, for last maybe five or six years. And uh, if I'm not mistaken, right now it has over 300,000 reads. So uh, uh, I'm happy that uh, people enjoy it and they come and learn and uh, ask and discuss. So this is uh, also another way how to get in touch on Strongfirst forum. And if you have any question, just uh, 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 do it on the forum. Just uh, uh, post the question uh, to the forum and tag me or in the Strong First uh, Facebook, uh, Facebook, uh, uh, how it's called, Facebook group. Then the same thing. Just uh, post the question there and tag me and I'll be always uh, at your service and much uh, obliged to help. I mean... Uh, your your readers, not uh, not you, Sean, right? Absolutely. <laughs> Anybody, well, uh, your listeners. Well, I really appreciate that, and the the information you put out for free. I, I can't imagine your paid content. Uh, and I'm going to sign for the Great Grandma Protocol in like 15 minutes, and so I can benefit from your knowledge as well. And I'll have links below for every resource that Pavel mentioned, as well as his website. 
um, and ways to get a hold of him and to hire him for the Forge, Great Government Protocol, and other resources. Uh, Pavel, thank you so much for your time. This was an absolute pleasure. Thank you, sir. Uh, great to talk to you and hope uh, not only to talk uh, in the matrix uh, in the future, but uh, also meet you again uh, in your beautiful country. And uh, we have a time. We'll go for a hike. How about that? It would be my honor. I would love to go hiking with you, Pavel. That would be a dream come true. I really appreciate that. And in Gamer.com, okay. viewers and listeners, thank you for checking us out. Pavel Macek, a hero and a mentor of mine. It's been a fun time of all the resources below. Until next time. Take care.